Welcome back to an AB series. ABC series. Today we're on letter G. Brought some great words. Some very great words. Uh, my words. Let's start with your words. Okay, my two words are goals and guns. Okay, and mine are graduating and grateful. So I think we're gonna start with graduation. Or is yeah. it graduating? Graduating, graduation. Okay. Do you think of high school or college? I think just because I graduated college like five months ago, what uh -huh. six months ago. Yeah. Um, I probably think of that one, but I graduated during COVID, so my graduation was canceled. Yeah. And they sent out. Oh, it was just like yours. They sent yeah. out. They said it was gonna be live, so I got all excited. Mm -hmm. And then they sent out a PowerPoint. So I was like, I'm not gonna watch this two-hour thing and be skipped to my name and yeah. watch it. And then, yeah. oh, my parents drove into town, which was really sweet. That so we watched it, and then we were done. <laughs> yeah, mine was really depressing too. I woke up because mine was on East Coast time, mm -hmm. so it was at 10 a.m. East Coast time at 7 a.m. here. I remember so I, woke I woke up, up to watch that too. Yeah, <laughs> I woke up at like 6.30 and then my parents were the only ones up with me and it was just so anticlimactic. I felt so bad because I thought it was going to be live and I remember I, I, was, I was in Portland I was but I was watching and then I just like saw it and I was like, she's like so crushed. Like, <laughs> I know and I was just so emotionally numb at the time. Uh, I was like, I don't really give a fuck. Like, what month was that? <clears throat> that was April. Or May, I forget. I think by the time mine came around, I was just like, um, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just everything had been going downhill, but yeah. I was like, this makes sense. But yeah, then it's almost like we're both in <laughs> bad mindsets. We just accept <laughs> yeah. it. And like they keep saying, like, oh, we might do it next year. But I'm like, no, yeah. I don't care anymore. But thank you. Um, it's not the same. The Honors College, though, only had like a <coughs> hundred graduates. And mm -hmm. so they put on like a live one. And uh, this girl, like, she's my friend who I studied abroad with, like, gave a speech. Oh, and that's then, like, um, someone else gave a speech. And, and it was just like so uplifting. Like, everyone's always like, oh, during these unprecedented times, blah, blah. blah. But it was actually like special. And they were mm -hmm. like, you worked hard, you did it. And I was like so emotional. I was in a, hotel with my parents <laughs> watching it and these like random people came in with like congratulate me oh my God. and then when it finished all of us <coughs> got on a zoom call to talk and it was just like mm -hmm. sweet that is really sweet i was expecting something like that for my um graduate like the graduate students were supposed to get a little like special ceremony but it was the same thing it was just like a recorded message from the president <sighs> and then a recorded message from um somebody else that's like high up in new york city and i think it was the attorney general and i was just like is this it <laughs> and then it stated what advanced certificates we got and they missed two, one of mine so <gasps> no, oh no that's horrible. i know and it was my criminal law one which was the one i was like actually excited about. Um, when I think of high school graduation, I remember they spelled my name wrong in the pamphlet. Did they? Like, not the graduating one, uh -huh. but they announced who was on, like, the board of um, student council. Uh -huh. And of course they wrote, like, Cindy. And I was like, oh, oh cool. 
One job. <laughs> one job. I tried like four years to get that position. And like, okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but literally at that point, I'm just like, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, if things were in order, that would make sense. Yeah. In high school, we always joke because people, like, if I got a note from the office, it would always be Marion <laughs> instead of Mariah because I wrote my H's with really oh, short stems. So, like, there, I don't know. I forget who. Someone was joking about my diploma saying <laughs> Marion Morgan. I <laughs> see that. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I also hate school. going to graduations. I don't know if yeah. everyone else hates it. High school graduation <laughs> didn't feel real to me. And then I didn't go to the NIC graduation. Oh, yeah, I skipped that one. And then I didn't have my college graduation, so I feel like I've never experienced an actual graduation. Like, I want to ask the genuine question of, does anybody enjoy graduation ceremonies? Unless Uh it's their own? Like, okay, personally, I didn't enjoy my own. Yeah. But I hate going to other people's, and I'm like, why why do people always come? I get it. Yeah. But, like, I don't think I would ever... Be mad if someone didn't want to come. Yeah, no, I would just expect my family to come. Yeah. Fun times. Fun, fun times. Okay, should we move on to goals? Goals. Goals. Okay, how do you set goals for yourself? I'm really bad at that. So I think you should start. (laughs) Okay. Um. I guess I'm thinking more like long-term and short-term. I think okay. I set long-term goals like go to college, and I do that now. It's like work and get money, but then I don't, not very specific. Yeah. So they can be changeable. Yeah. But I think I like to set a lot of small goals because I just work that way. So I set a bunch of goals like in the past hour oh my because God. I'm just like going insane in quarantine. Yeah. Then I was like, I need a hobby. Last week's goal was to learn how to crochet and I learned. <laughs> now nice, I need to nice. do something else. Uh-huh. I have my little business idea. Mm-hmm. But now like the way I'm setting goals is like tomorrow during my lunch break, I'm going to walk to the art store, buy some clay. Like okay. if I Simple. can do that, like check off the box, like take a deep breath. I yeah. accomplish my goal and then I want to like try sculpting something like not putting too much pressure but I think it's just good to have like things set to look forward to I think that's a good way to get you through the week mm-hmm. especially weeks like this that yeah. are just so monotonous I um, don't think I set goals in that way okay what if you like had to set a goal by like say 50 years old 50? what's your goal very broadly I this is gonna sound so cheesy but the only thing I can think of <laughs> that I would really like is just happiness yeah like I don't care if I have a big career job or a family as long as I'm happy with myself and what I've done how do you think you'll measure that happiness how do you measure any happiness well I think it depends so like I don't know how to put that into words. Mm-hmm. Do you mean like, I mean like, do you measure happiness if like you wake up ha- like with a smile on your face? Mm-hmm. No, because from day to day, emotions change. Yeah. But I guess not happiness. Happiness isn't the right word. Joy. Joyful. Because joyful comes from within. 
And that's something that I think I'm just constantly trying to reach. Okay. And maybe I'll find that through finding a career I absolutely love where I'm giving back to the community. Okay. Or maybe, and this is unlike me, but maybe I'll fall in love and like have a family and then I find joy through that. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is, and I can't tell okay. you at this moment. So more, that sounds more like finding joy through something. Through like purpose. Okay. I think, because I think when you say happiness or joy, I just think of like within and not having to do with factors outside. Mm-hmm. But then that one's hard to explain. But like, if you can wake up and just be alone in a room and you're like, yeah. I'm very happy. Yeah. Then like, I think that's how I measure joy. That is how you measure joy. Mm-hmm. By 50, I would like to have two cats and a nice aquarium, like with a filter. Uh-huh. I think that's how I know I'm successful. Is it if you have an aquarium <laughs> with a filter? Um, and a piano, not even a fancy piano, but I, I but told I myself this, like when I'm successful, I want a piano. It could literally be a keyboard and like, but that's just my goal. That's on my bucket list mm-hmm. is buy a piano. My thing that's gonna be like a piano is gonna be ha- to have like a really nice bookshelf, like Ooh. a mahogany, Ooh. dark brown bookshelf where I can sort all my books on my own like I internal like topics. I like it. Yeah. I think goals are good. Goals are important to set. I don't think there's a specific way to set them, but. <clears throat> There's no uniform rule you can use that would work for everybody. Mm-hmm. Should we move on? What's the next one? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> grateful. Grateful. Okay. What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? You start with okay. your words. <laughs> I will. So, um, when I think of what I'm grateful for right now in my life, my parents come to mind. My mom specifically, I remain incredibly grateful for her. She has supported me when I don't think I deserve support. And it's that endless love that you can get from a parent that I'm just so grateful for. Um, I'm grateful for Chewy and Evelyn. And I'm grateful Lil Mish gets to have Corey back so that she can be happy for a month. I'm gonna make a bet that they get engaged soon when they go to the resort oh they say so the tonight wait tonight? tonight yeah oh you just God. got there and facetimed her for a little bit okay okay no, if we come I back i um, would know he would have asked my dad knowing oh, him oh damn it yeah i was gonna say episode h is gonna be very exciting <laughs> maybe not i'm grateful i've got to come to portland and live mm-hmm. here with you it's been fun it has been I think, like, if someone said, what are you grateful for? I don't know if if this is a positive or a negative, Mm -hmm. but I first think of, like, only things in myself. Like, of course, I'm grateful for, like, family and friends, but if someone says, what are you grateful for? I'm going to be like, what am I grateful for in myself? Like, I have a body that can move, and, like, um, good eyesight, Mm -hmm. and, like, teeth. (laughs) So I'm grateful for, like, the basics that a lot of people take for granted. I okay I think I experienced that a lot with my back pain so yeah. like it just it sucks uh-huh. but then like this summer I can go on a walk without like crying and I'm like 
I took this for granted. Mm-hmm. I can walk. Like, maybe I can't play, like, golf again, but, yeah. like, I can go on a nice walk. Yeah. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. But then I think of, like, characteristics. Like, I'd like to think, I don't know if the word's resilient. Mm-hmm. I think I'm resilient. <laughs> um, but then I also think of, like, family and friends. And yeah. Just food and a home. Yeah. Does it make you mad when people aren't grateful? Or do you think it's hard to measure? Well, it we're doesn't... Talking, we're coming from, like, different me, views. Yeah, I don't think it makes me personally mad. I just think that... I don't know. I haven't really thought about that much. I think it... I think it annoys me because it comes off as complaining. Yeah. Like... Like, oh, uh, like, this room is so small, but I'm like, you have a roof over your head. Like... But it's so easy to come and it's and say yeah, that, and like, like I'm sure we complain all the time about yeah. things that people would like wish they had. Yeah. Because also, like, I'm not trying to judge people, and mm-hmm. I don't want to judge someone because they're not showing how grateful they are. Because it's like maybe it's because they have had to struggle for a while, and they're just kind of like used to it, mm-hmm. so they're used to the constant complaining yeah. and stuff like that. I think it only makes me personally mad. When someone has things, okay, this is just personal, but like uh-huh. if they're ri- living like a rich, fancy life mm-hmm. and then they're complaining about it, and because I'm like less than that, I yeah. compare. Yeah. And then it, it doesn't bring up any good emotions, but I'm like, you're complaining about your like fancy car. Mm-hmm. And like, then it kind of makes me look back at myself and be like, what do you think of my car yeah. if you're complaining about your fancy one? And then you could go even further, mm. and there's people who couldn't even afford a car, yeah. couldn't even afford a bicycle in mm-hmm. some countries. Couldn't have walk. to walk miles people to get can't to walk. A, like, oh well. <sighs> yeah. Remaining grateful for the basics is an important thing that's like kind of harder to remember from mm-hmm. day to day. <clears throat> I think since this summer, like since I was able to like walk around so much, mm-hmm. like like today my back hurt a lot but it instead of like complaining I mean I still do complain but yeah I kind of have that in the back of my mind like I'm grateful it's not horrible it's not worse and like it could be worse Mm -hmm. I think it's a positive mindset yeah um Oprah wrote a book called what I'm grateful for and it's such a positive uplifting book that just kind of humbles you and grounds you. Yeah. It's one of my favorite books. I love Oprah. So pro Oprah. We're pro Oprah. Yeah. We should so talk about Oprah. I used to not understand like the idea of famous people. Uh-huh. So I thought Oprah was like in okay, so do you spell <coughs> opera the same way you spell Oprah? Um no. Okay, well, I'm also dyslexic. <laughs> so I thought the Sydney Opera House was where Oprah per- performed and lived. And, like, I thought she was, like, in charge of Australia. I don't, oh, I don't know. And I also thought Michael J- So I thought people were famous for being, like, the mayor. Uh-huh. But <laughs> no, like, they're not. So I thought Michael Jackson was the mayor of Spokane. And then, like... <laughs> 
You just didn't understand. I remember my dad just thought I was like so stupid. Like he was like, "Who's this?" And he like shows me a picture of Michael Jackson. I'm just like the mayor. Like obviously. Okay. Yeah, I thought he was just like a 20 minute drive away. I just didn't understand why yeah, someone they, would be famous. Your parents should have shamed you for that because they oh should have taught you. No. <laughs> Because, like, <laughs> where are you going to get these ideas as a kid? It's not implanted no, in your brain. They it's lied to me. You. Okay, I, to- I told someone, we have a lot of moose in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, where Mariah grew up. Uh-huh. And they'd come into our backyard, and I'd be, like, horrified of them. And my mom would be like, they're going to kill you. So I'd, like, <laughs> cry in my room. And then um, I asked how they got the moose out of our neighborhood. And my mm-hmm. parents would tell me, that they would cut off their legs because they were too tall. What? Mm-hmm. Drive them to the forest, sew them back on, and then leave them. And I believed it because, like, these parents are telling this like six, seven-year-old this, yeah. and I like fully believed it. What else it. are you gonna believe? And then I remember there was one time I didn't go on a walk with my family, and they came back and they're like, "We found a dinosaur egg," and we got in the newspaper, and like, everyone's gonna see that you weren't there. And I was like, Jesus Christ. If I have kids, I'm not lying to them. I'm sorry. Like, it's so weird. Like they lie about that, but then I was like, "Mom, is Santa real?" And she's like, "Nah." (laughs) We're gonna be straight. We're gonna. Yeah. (laughs) The heck. I wasn't mad about that one though. Yeah. Yeah. Was that goals? No, that was grateful. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Now the last is guns. Guns. Pro-gun. <laughs> Your topic. <laughs> Why did you bring guns to the table? Okay, because, okay, I want to talk about guns, but I don't want to have the normal, like, should we have guns or not? Like, the normal mm-hmm. argument. I think we can get creative with this. The normal argument is just a monotonous it, argument. It's not going to go anywhere. That goes on forever. So, like, my dad's argument is, like, we, like, if... Obviously, this isn't reachable, but he's mm-hmm. like, everyone should put their guns in a pot and we should melt them and like, yeah, do something with the uh, metal. <laughs> I don't know what guns are made of. Metal, yeah. <laughs> obviously, that's not going to happen, but that riles yeah. up some of the Republicans in Idaho. Yeah. Like, even that my dad would say that, yeah. which seems weird. And like, okay, briefly, I guess my opinion is like have your gun but we should have restrictions on like who can buy them Mm -hmm. maybe i preferably would say how many Mm -hmm. like maybe you could have a bunch of um hunting rifles yeah but like ak-47s you don't need yeah like why is there a need for that in a suburban household Mm -hmm. there's not i could understand handguns but Mm -hmm. what what is your experience with guns? Um, I've shot them. They're fun. Mm-hmm. They can be a fun hobby. Yeah. My view on gun control, if we're going to get into that, Go for it. is so both set. Like, I have said, I, I haven't come to a conclusion mm-hmm. on it. it I can't won't. figure out. Yeah, there's no solution modern day that we can think of, and it frustrates me. But there's also, I think at the base of it, it's the people that need the work, not the guns. 
It's the people that shoot the guns that cause the problem. People kill people, guns don't kill people. Yeah, it's basically like that. Like, why do we have a society where guns are such a problem and where we have to control them because people are shooting each Mm -hmm. other? Like, school shooters and all of that stuff? That's mental health. Why don't we pay attention to mental health? So, this is like seventh grade me talking. Mm -hmm. But I had this theory. I don't even know why I, like, wrote this little paper of why we, for, like, five, ten years, we shouldn't have guns in TV shows or Mm -hmm. on media to consume. Because it kind of glorifies it. Like, I want to watch John Wick blow off, like, 40 people's heads. And, like, it's it's so positive for guns. Yeah. Like, what if it wasn't in media? And it normalizes it. Yeah, would people not want it? Or the fact that we, like, talk about... Okay, no, we should talk about school shooters, but like, yeah, don't glorify the shooter because yeah. that's giving them power. Yeah, that's um, an interesting topic. I remember in one of my classes we brought up. I think it was like the video game theory or something. What is that? It was basically that violent video games incite oh. violent teenagers mm-hmm. because it's exposing them to this violence that otherwise. They would not be exposed to, especially if you're living like a suburban life in the United States. That's Unless so you're true. in like the ghetto, you're not really exposed to things like that, and it can incite violence. But it's like a lot of these things are like, yeah, that's true, but that's just one factor that goes into it, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of factors that go yeah. into it. And we're kind of like so far along now uh-huh. that there's no going back. Yeah, and one thing, playing devil's advocate, if you tried to, like, control the media and stuff, is, like, we were talking about China controlling what people see, mm-hmm. I guess, so the government controlling, like, no, yeah. you can't have guns in movies because kids are going to see them. I like, think that was totally seventh grade me because I hadn't mm-hmm. thought about control over the yeah. internet. Um, my, so I've only had, like, three experiences with guns. First one was with you and Ryan Gardner. Yeah. I shot two, shot and then it was Ryan like Gertner. too loud that I was like, "Okay, I'm done." I have a video of it on my I, phone. Yeah. Okay, but did I tell you? So you guys were sleep. We went camping. Uh-huh. You two were in a tent, and I'm going to bed with his dog. Yeah. And oh. did I tell you Ryan handed me a gun? <laughs> I think you told me this later. And I was like, "No, no, like <laughs> I don't want this." And he like took out the bullets or whatever. Yeah. He was like like you're not using it I'm just gonna leave it in here and I was like oh like just in case and I was horrified oh my god next experience with a gun I'm just gonna say names and call people out yeah um stupid Matthew (laughs) (laughs) I tell him I get uncomfortable around guns oh so don't like don't show me your gun so he pulls Mm -hmm. it out he's like I don't know showing it to me and he's like hold it hold it and I'm like no I like that makes me uncomfortable no and then he, like, made me hold it, and the way he, like, turned it, like, if it went off, it uh-huh. would kill me. Like, yeah. it was, like, pointed at me, which, like, uh-huh. no, that's, like, first rule. He's not respecting anything you're yeah. saying, and just because his views are different on guns, he's yeah. not respecting and your I, it views. It was loaded. It was just, like, sitting on top of the glove, like, in the glove box, like, on yeah. papers, and I was like, no. And then oh now the guy I'm seeing just got a gun, but he, like recited all the rules to me of the gun owner manual (laughs) and then i just keep giving him crap of where he's gonna hide it in his apartment and he won't tell me and it's just like extreme opposite from matthew which i appreciate Mm -hmm. and like 
even with like his fake toy gun, won't point it at you and be like, "Dick." Yeah. Whenever I'm home, my dad or my brothers will be like trying to show me their guns, and I'm like, I literally don't give a fuck. Like my dad. I didn't know your dad had a gun. Calm me down. No, yeah, he literally just gets it to like brag about it. Ew. He rarely goes shooting. And he'll pull it out and be like, yo, look at this, like, nice rifle I just got. And, like, basically, like, (laughs) I respect you more. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. And I tell, like, Derek when he tries to show me a picture of his gun, like, Derek, you realize I don't give a fuck. And he's just, like, (laughs) still showing me. My dad is so anti-gun. But I think, okay, personally, I think he should, like, have pepper spray or, like, a bat in the house. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But he has, like... A steak knife? No, like not even a steak knife. Like a knife you would use to like cut through a potato, uh-huh. like a little bit of ridge on it. <laughs> That's oh like in his drawer, and I'm like, no, like yeah. you couldn't even kill me with that. Just <laughs> stop. I think pepper spray does works. I'm pro pepper spray. Uh-huh. Just carrying that on you, like when it comes to the defense of a home, yes, a need, but. How many people are actually gonna have to shoot someone that yeah. comes in? It's the tiny, minuscule number that I, I don't know if this argument, I don't have the statistics, so, <laughs> but in my, how I view it and okay. with the information I have, it's so small it doesn't really justify every homeowner needing a gun. Yeah, and like, honestly, if someone was gonna break in and like steal my TV, mm-hmm. I don't think that's worth shooting someone over. If someone's going to break in and rape me, I'll yeah, shoot them. Yeah, But um, when is that going to happen? I am also just obsessed with Joe Rogan. And he had this like thing where he was like, I don't think anyone should die unless you're willing to like look them in the eyes and like mm-hmm. put the knife through them or shoot them like right there. Yeah. And I think that's so true. Like, If someone came into my house to rape me, like, yes, I will look them in the eyes and like stab yeah. them right there. Yeah. But like, if they wanted to steal my TV, like... No. That's rude, but, like, don't. Yeah. Like, you deserve to live. Mm-hmm. That makes me think of, like, the death penalty, because you can only get the death penalty for capital offenses. What's that mean? Um, which means murder. Oh. Take a life. It's <laughs> okay. It's okay. I was a criminal justice major, so <laughs> I sometimes forget that these are, like, commonplace words. Even that one's... <coughs> Sorry. Oh. I burped. Oh, my God. Excuse me. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying now. Yeah. What was I talking about? Capital offenses? Capital offenses. Like, eye for an eye, how you can only. Oh, the death penalty. Yeah. Um, I think you lost it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you see, this is the first podcast Sydney's not had. Yeah. But I did smoke two joints before this and I drank a beer. I would like to say... <laughs> Wait, I just made this up. What? I feel... Okay, I'm on my period right now. <laughs> I feel like that's like a certain high where you just think a little different. Yeah. Like, no, I wouldn't hormones say... Hormones are different. Yeah, I'm like high on hormones right now. Yeah. But like, I just don't want to smoke because I've been crying every night. <laughs> like, yeah, that makes 100% sense. Me, on the other hand, I'm probably going to smoke smoke and then go to bed. <laughs> study um so we're gonna do this podcast a little earlier but i lost my phone 
in my pillowcase. Like I was laying in bed for so long and then I just uh-huh. lost it and Mariah and I were looking for so long and then turns uh-huh. out it slid into my pillowcase. You looked for it for at least I want to say like ten minutes. Yeah. You were just like so perplexed. I was ready to, to like give up. Because <laughs> like it just disappeared. Yeah. Wait, while we're on like little tangents yeah. before we end, can we talk about the death penalty? <laughs> Go for it. Are you Wait, you asked me mm-hmm. a few weeks ago if I was pro or unpro. Against. <laughs> and I said, I don't I'm know. Pro. That's a good answer. With I little sparkles around. Yeah. I have, I mean, I have a more opinion, Ooh. just sorry, because I've done studies on it, I've learned about it in classes, and before going into school, my ignorant mind was pro-death penalty because you think of the horrible people out there raping and murdering and you're like yes they should die but then you learn more about the system and the flaws that it has and the uncertainty to which a lot of people on death row actually committed their crimes Mm -hmm. and it gets into To Kill a Mockingbird how Atticus was saying something along the lines of um, capital offenses in the south and the guy was getting hung or the electric chair, I forget which, for supposedly raping a girl, but they had not one bit of physical proof and he was still um, convicted of it and then he died before the actual sentencing. But yeah, it gets down to that. And right now, you can't be put to death um, from the government for raping. It's just murder. Mm -hmm. But you can get life sentences for rape, which not a lot of offenders do. That's insane. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, tangent from that. What's your opinion on... Okay, so I watched Grace and Frankie, and there's an episode where one of their friends who's like 80 years old comes back and she's like, let's throw a giant party and then I'm going to kill myself. Oh, yeah. And, like, assisted euthanization. Her reason was, like, she had cancer. It was so bad. It, like, uh-huh. was horrible. And then it went away, and she, like, lived her life. And then it came back, and it was, like, everywhere that she uh-huh. knew. Like, there was just, like, it wasn't worth fighting. Mm-hmm. And so she, like, made her own little concoction um, yeah. of pills and pudding. But then I think what I was worried about the whole time is technically, like, the people helping her could have been... It depends on the state. Really? Yeah. Some oh, states, um, it's not legal. Some states, it's legal. I doubt many prosecutors would try to convict that, though. Yeah. Like, maybe if I was doing that, I'd like write a note and be like, yeah. I totally consent to these people helping me. Like, yeah. I would do that for a friend, and I, if I were in, I think, that scenario, mm-hmm. I would ask a friend to help me do it if they had like an illness like that I would do it if I trusted that they had gotten to a place where life is just no longer worth living whether it be an illness or maybe just so many bad things have happened to this person Mm -hmm. and they just they're old and they don't see a point in like still going because it's just a trudge okay so but you only if they're old like yeah, I wouldn't like, help, like, a 20-year-old do that. Okay, no. okay. I think that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know. I think 
death is the answer for most things. I guess illness would be the most logical, mm-hmm. or if you know you're about to go crazy, if you have like schizophrenia or something. I kind of wish there were like, so I watched, oh, what's the movie called? Crap, I'll come back with the title for that. But there was a very peaceful way if you were ready to die and you're old, you went to this hospital. Mm-hmm. They played this like beautiful movie showing how beautiful the earth is while they like inject you with something and you mm-hmm. just get all warm and then you pass away. And like mm-hmm. your family can come join and just like watch with you. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful, but I kind of feel bad that like, like on Grace and Frankie, you have to get creative and be like, yeah. how many pills should I take? And you have to make it yourself and it's not as guaranteed yeah. and safe it's like the government outlawing things like this just makes a black market for it which is counterintuitive to the point of the government outlawing <laughs> it are you doing it for public safety or are you doing it to control your citizens jeez <laughs> anyways Kobe is playing in the back again very loudly yeah. we're in the dark again G. G. Next is H. <laughs> I was quickly singing the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> I only remember because my memory works in like pictures, like photogenic. Mm. So I remember the H next to the G on it. I know that I comes sure. after because the alphabet says hi. Oh. <laughs> I like it. We'll tune in next time to episode H. Goodbye.